Hi! Hello there! Hello everyone and welcome to Padro Pascal, the Pedro Pascal podcast. I am your one half host, Rachel Leishman. I am your other half host, Katrina Dennis. And uh, we're back. It's been a journey, but we're back with an episode that uh, I don't know that anyone requested, but I sure as shit asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Triple Frontier Take Two. Hooray! We're back at it again. We're back in the fish zone. The fish highway <laughs> <laughs> to the catfish zone. <laughs> We're yeah. Oh, this is one we have been talking about doing for a long time because I think it's like our favorite together, like our favorite uh Pedro movie. So Yeah, because it is insane. Um this movie is just we're gonna talk about it, but it is just a movie that makes like uh on paper you look at it and you're like, these are lines in this movie, and it works and it's brilliant. But <laughs> We have some stuff to do first. Little housekeeping, house, etc. Uh, yes. Yes. We, we have housing. Uh, first of all, <laughs> Katrina, how have you been? I've been, you know, I've been all right. Uh, lots of exciting things are happening, um, but none of them are things I can talk about until the future. So that's, you know, the good and the bad of it, but... Uh, but otherwise, good. You know, my animals are alive. I can't complain about that. Um, and and uh, and there's new pet little content. So really, just doing great. How about you? You know, I don't know what day it is anymore. Um, mainly because it's just been so busy, which is good and bad. Oh, yeah. Love to be busy. This week, I have finally had a week where I wasn't doing anything most nights and was shocked by like free time and was like, I, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's been a journey of a time recently. Um, and so I'm excited to, you know, finally be back on the Padro yes. um, in my catfish Morales hat mm-hmm. it says yes. standard on it. Um, and I will wear this the entire time because I've middle part. If you're on audio, sorry. I have Frankie's hat on from the movie, but I middle parted my hair while we were getting ready for this. So the hat didn't look crazy. So I will not be taking the hat off mm-hmm. through the duration of this episode. It's, um, uh, it's, it's one or the other, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, just been so busy, which is a good thing, but also like I missed Padro. Mm, me too. And now miss- we're here. I miss being around you. I miss uh, hearing from our people on social media. And so I'm very excited to be back here. Our, our Padrinos. Padrelitos. We, we, we did I have don't... a hit. We had a hit tweet. Oh. The, Ashley is your, your honor. <laughs> our producer, Ashley, uh, tweeted that. And I, I keep getting the notifications for it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> You know, okay, like every every once in a while we hit gold, and usually it's it's Ashley's fault. So congratulations, Ashley. Or Ashley's retweeting me, being like, "Please." Um, so it is, <laughs> you know, one or the other. Yes, uh, but yes, yes exactly. um, yeah, guys, we're back, and there is some news. Katrina, do you want to kick off the news since you found it? Yes. I'll talk about the one I wrote about, but you do the you do the first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll so. Uh, our guy, Ethan Hawke, is out there living our dreams, really. Um, he was just in a show with Oscar Isaac, and now he's working on Strange Way of Life with uh, Pedro and Pedro, um, which is pretty exciting. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Like, like Pedro Pascal is working with uh, Pedro uh, Almodovar, which is really neat. Like, I'm really excited to see them in a project together. And we just got some new pictures. Uh, if, if you want to yeah. cue them up, Rachel, from set. Yes, um, I can do that. We oh. have. Yes. Um, well, I'm going to do this one first. So we have this one, which is a smolder oh. mm-hmm. with uh, Pedro and Pedro pulling looks. Whose fathers um, are those? Come get them. 
And then there is a picture that includes Ethan Hawke with his <laughs> bow tie. Um, can't wait for this movie. Oh, it, uh, and Pe- uh, Pedro, Pedro A, LOL, <laughs> um, changed his shirt. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> between like, these pictures, different shirt. Uh, but yeah, it's just them on the set. Uh, it's Ethan Hawke looking like a banker from Westworld. Mm-hmm. And Pedro Pascal looking like he went to college at my school in this plaid shirt. Um, <laughs> he is indeed a guy. But yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. That's going to be mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun to see him in that. I'm really excited that he's just got so much filming right now. It feels like we're on the same wavelength, you know? Things are in progress, but they're not out yet. So Exactly. <laughs> you, and, you and Pedro are the same. We are the same. We're exactly the same person. (laughs) That's why you guys have never been seen in the same room together. Exactly. I can't claim that for Oscar Isaac anymore. So I have to go with Pedro. You've never seen me and Pedro Pascal in the same room or on the same podcast yet. Uh, (laughs) So hopefully, who knows? You know, if, 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 the people want to see it proven wrong, then there's only one thing that we can do. Again, sorry if you're listening to this on audio. We just got real close to the camera. We just like um, stared real close, got real close to the camera, got real familiar. Someone, one of the replies to, uh, I tweeted about one of these pictures and then how everyone is meeting him on the set. Uh, Cause this picture of him on the set, hottie. Um, <laughs> But, like, I was just like, how's everyone meeting Pedro Pascal? Can you guys tell him to be on Pedro Pascal? Like, Pedro, what are you doing? Like, come be on Pedro Pascal. And some <laughs> of the replies on that tweet were uh, a journey. One of them was like, don't break the illusion. And I was like, bruh, do you know the, the whole point of this podcast is that yeah. we can become friends with Pedro Pascal? We're not doing this on the reason, guys. Like, we just want to be friends with Pedro. Like, you know, I, I like to joke that the plot behind this podcast is we're actually trapped and we're stuck doing this podcast until he comes on the show and releases us. Yeah, and then after that, it is just once a year, he still comes and checks in. Yeah, like, yeah, we keep yeah. doing it, but he comes and checks in at that point. <laughs> You guys are still doing that podcast. We're like, like, yes, we are. What do you want to talk oh, about this day? Gotta, gotta release you. Okay. <laughs> really, that's the season break from then on. Exactly. And then we'll just come back for another one. Yes, to like come back time and release us from the podcast. That's yeah. the plot. That's it, yeah. guys. And it's the same movies every round. It's just we're re-talking about them. This is the the MST3K of Pedro Pascal specifically. <laughs> Oh brother. Um, didn't you guys miss us? We this is almost 10 minutes of us just shooting the shit. Um the other bit of news mm-hmm. is that he is doing a movie with Daddy Number Two, aka David Harbour. And by movie I meant TV show, sorry about that. For HBO. Um it is uh I'm pulling it up. It's my dentist's murder trial. It is. I'm reading my own words. This is not me plagiarizing. I'm reading my article. Um, I'm just putting that out there in case someone says that's someone's work. Well, guys, surprise, it's mine. Based on the James uh, Lasden New Yorker article, My Dentist's Murder Trial, Adultery, False Identities, and Lethal Sedation, the series will presumably tell the true story of Dr. Gibraltar Nunez, who was indicted, I think I spelled that wrong, for the death of his friend Thomas Coleman. Um, and that's pretty much what we know. Uh, one of my headers on this is Two Zaddies, One Limited Z- Series. Um, that is a published piece of work <laughs> by yours truly. You got um, to do that. <laughs> I got my boss to approve a subheader that says Two, two Zaddies. <laughs> One limited series. Um, but yes, the minute that news broke, uh, everyone at work was like, uh, Rachel. Uh, and I obviously wrote about it uh, because, you know, I'm me. But yeah, it's a murder trial. So it's really up my alley, you know, murder, David Harbour and Pedro Pascal. Jim mm-hmm. Hopper, who is literally right here next to uh, one minute. Let me reach. Look at him. 
next to him. So clearly, Aww. I am a person who knows what I'm about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have a brand, and I respect your focus on it. Really they do. were next to my bed. I didn't plan this. I forgot about this piece of news. So I literally just had these <laughs> next to my you bed. You gotta start putting like more pop figurines next to each other and like keep manifesting <laughs> that. <laughs> just, like, I guess who can get cast together? Let's see. Well, Pedro Pascal and Tom Holland are next to each other technically because Ian Lightfoot from um, Onward is next to Oberyn Martell. Um, um, we also got Chris Pine and Tom Holland over here next to each other. That's a good combo. Um, King Shark and uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, um, best friends. Chris Pine and Chris Evans are next to each other. Also, Chris Evans is next to Prince. Um, <laughs> Like now that's, the musician. That's, that's that that's the universe I want to go to. It's the Prince yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Yes. So there's a lot. Oh, I do actually have Itanya back here on accident because there's a Bucky Barnes and a Harley Quinn <laughs> next to each other. So it's just Itanya. Um, I love it. I love it. That's that's Rachel's like manifestations shelf. She just like. Yeah. Puts the actors next to each other, and then a few years later, they're in a movie together. You're like, what's going on here? I was like, magic. I have three Diego Lunas next to each other over here. So <laughs> it's just... That's it's how... It's orphan black situation with Diego Luna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's next to Gro uh, Grogu, I just got. Uh, but yes, that is the news. Obviously, there's been, like, rumors about The Last of Us trailer... Which isn't uh, out yet. So the the rumor is just that HBO employees have seen it and they like it a lot. Um, so outside of that, we don't really know much. Um, yeah. Filming this movie, yeah, anywhere between a, like what a week to a month, I would say, if HBO employees have seen it. Um, but yeah, I, especially if it's like the final cut, we're probably coming up on it pretty soon. Um, my friend Sophie. Uh, Shout out Sophie if she hears this, uh, who played The Last of Us through so I could watch because mm -hmm. um, I don't have a PlayStation and I am bad at games. She um, said she pointed out that uh, it should be coming out shortly because of an aspect of the game. Um, and so that anniversary is coming up in September. And so, Ooh, okay, you would think like it would be that day. <laughs> who knows? Um, we'll have to wait and see, but I'm excited. I think from what I read, people are like, this trailer is so good. Um, it's different than the game, but like he is Joel Miller. And I was like, oh, yeah, no shit. Um, and yeah, I'm racking my brain to be like, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I do want to, I want to know though, if you watched the, uh, the light and magic documentary, because he is in that near the end. I have not watched it yet. It is on my list, but it's very cool. It's There's like a really great spot it. in there where they, you know, they talk about the volume and like how things work and stuff. And and Pedro talks a little bit about like what it's like acting basically with the volume and like how he feels about the technology. So if you haven't watched Light and Magic, folks, go give it a shot. Uh, tops off Pedro Pascal and is full of really cool stuff uh, beforehand. So. Yeah, I think that's and it. a hot. I do know a hot George Lucas is in it because George Lucas, when he's younger, he's a unfortunately a babe. I guess so. You know what's weird with me? I don't know why. I don't know what this is. Like, I feel like because I was introduced to George Lucas as a child and he was already a grown man, I've already I've always seen him as like an adult. Like he's part of my father's generation, and so in a way, <laughs> it's like looking at my dad. I'm like, oh. oh. No. But I respect people who find him hot. He's got, he's, at, he's got a really beautiful wife who thinks he's super handsome, and that's what matters. You're correct. That's what matters. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you, you get to the point where you have a beautiful and successful wife. You've really made it. You know, forget Star Wars. Like you got a hot wife. <laughs> um, but now it is time. For the, the the subject of the hour, yeah. the reason that we're here, and the thing I have been threatening for months. It's a second episode of Triple Frontier. 
That's right, Boba. <laughs> Boba's Second excited. Um, it is a movie directed by the director of Craven the Hunter, oh. Jada Cantor. Um, it stars Ben Affleck, Garrett Headland, uh, Charlie Hunnam. I was like, I kept being like, Jax. Nope. That's <laughs> his character in Sons of Anarchy. And Oscar Isaac. And the man of the pie, Pedro Pascal. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Because we've already done an episode on this, I, here's how I think we should do this. Mm. I'm going to give a brief, uh, here's what this movie's about. And then we are going to just talk about our favorite parts. Because mm-hmm. this movie's perfect. Um, this movie is essentially a, a group of former military men who are all struggling in different ways because you know the military sucks. Um, their friend Santiago uh, Pope played by Oscar Isaac comes back he's like I have this job and their leader uh, what is his name what's Ben Affleck's name in this movie I like don't care about that character I'm sorry I'm gonna be real with you I didn't bother to learn it it's like Dan hold on he's Red Fly it's Tom Tom oh Tom Dan and then it's Ironhead who I got made fun of in the last episode because I kept saying Will's name wrong the entire episode and Ashley, our producer who was not our producer at the time, made fun of me because I said <laughs> Ironhead wrong because I couldn't hear it. Um, so it's Tom, who's known as Redfly. He was like their leader and so like he uh, Santiago goes to him, gets him involved. He's like, alright, I'm in. Then they get uh, William, which is Charlie Hunnam, Benny, who is Charlie Hunnam's little brother, um, played by Garrett Hedlund. And then they get uh, their pilot, Frankie Catfish Morales. And they go, they go, they get this money from a house. Uh, They burn down the house as they're leaving. They're like, we sold too much money. And then the plane crashes. And then it's all about them trying to like get out of this situation in one piece. Um, Obviously it doesn't go great. But this movie really, frankly, isn't about the plot. It is about the one-liners that these dudes say to each other and just how perfect that they are. Like, there are just so many scenes that just kind of stand out. And, like, I just want to clip them as, like, reaction scenes for, like, Twitter. Mm -hmm. They just, like, blurt the weirdest stuff. And it's like, oh, I need to save that. I'm going to need to reply to somebody like that one day. The first time I watched this movie, so um, I watched this with my friend Hannah, like, when it came out. And we watched it together, and the scene where Benny is, like, burning the money, and he says, fuck you, this is my fuck you money, was so ingrained in our minds that, like, when I talked about it later, like, years later, I was like, Hannah, what was the line that you and I just, like, lost it over? And it was that, that he just burned the money, and he's like, it's my fuck you money to him. Like, brilliant. So, Katrina... We're going to go back and forth. You start. What is a scene of your favorite, one of your favorite scenes from this show? Movie. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to remember the one I texted yesterday. Um, it was like, there was a. It's when they're in the house. Yeah. When they're in the house. Let me look at our group chat real quick. Cause it's like, it's just this one line that just like, he shouted it and it came back to my memory. And I was like, what the, what the hell? Like, where is it it's like oh gosh oh look at that smiley pedro oh so cute okay i think i scrolled up too far um (laughs) where is it oh here we go okay oh it's a whole whole scene oh it's okay so it's like they're in the house and they're they're getting the money out of the wall and like i think it's benny or somebody who's like oh like we don't have time or something like that and Ben Affleck turns around and hold on, I'm gonna get like the whole thing. Here. It's Benny. Benny is sitting and he says, Tom, you've never missed a hard out. Yeah, you've never missed a hard out, which like is, you know, it's a military term, but it's also like an office term. Like, I have a hard out at five. Yeah, yeah. So like that made me laugh in the first, like the first place. And then right after that, Ben Affleck like 
recounts to the minute. Like, I don't like he, he's like, he's not going to miss the heart out because we can do this in 12 minutes. We come back here and do this in one hour and come back here and do this in 15 minutes and then we'll be out of here. And I'm like, okay, wait, what is because it? he's I mean, like, I gave us a 15 minute cushion. I think he says it's yeah. either five minutes or 15. Either way, you gave yourself a huge cushion. Yeah, Here's the up. thing. All he had to say was, I gave us a cushion. Yeah. And then, but he fucking yells math. He's like, here's, I did long division on the, on the wall and how we would get the installation out. Like, it's just like, you gave so much information that you did not need to give in that. No, no. I, I like to, that scene made me think of like, you know, the friend group going to like Disney World or like the friend group going on vacation where like you have the one friend who is like, I've played this down to the minute. You cannot yeah. breathe in that direction. Do not go pee because we are going to be late for this. We have 15 minutes in, 40 minutes in line over at Dumbo, and then 15 minutes back at Rise of the Resistance. Let's go! And yeah. So. And then the one guy's like, I'm just here to have fun. Why are we planning it so aggressively? <laughs> nope, that's Tom. Tom is, Tom is the aggressive planner of the group. Doesn't work out really well for him, though, does it? Eek. Um. So my first scene I want to talk about is uh, a scene that, like, listen, I'm going to be real honest on this podcast, read a lot of fan fiction about this specific character. Um, and every time they ignore this bit of information in what I'm reading, it checks me out because I'm like, there's so little we know about Catfish Morales. Mm-hmm. And you have skipped over a line that we know for a fact because he said it to Pope. And it is... When he says, I don't know, man, I got the new baby now. Mm-hmm. So this man got a baby. We also know that he like had problems with substances. We don't know which ones. We don't know what his deal was. We know he lost his pilot's license for a reason. Mm-hmm. And we know he has a baby. Those are the two fucking things we know about Frankie Catfish Morales. He got secured and, at least one baby. Yeah, he has one baby. And he, he had some issues. It is left out all the time. And every time I'm like, oh, God, there's only two things we know about this character. That and, he's, and then my other favorite line I'm going to talk about later. But <laughs> we only know two things. Um, I love that they gave that information. Like, it's funny the, the information that they will give about each of these characters. Because it's like, we know that Pope's still in it. Like, that's what we know about Pope is that, like, he... It, it, he's still working. He's the one that kind of brought this to all of them. Um, Benny is a boxer, and that's what we know about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, William is, I guess, a speaker at these things. Like, we know little things about each of them, but it's like Frankie is one that we like get the most backstory on outside of Tom, where he's like, here's where I have been. Mm-hmm. I found a girl we had a baby i lost my pilot's license because of substance abuse and it's like oh so we we know like a lot of your backstory leading up to this point we don't know anything about you as a character Mm -hmm. when you were with this group or like your life before it we only know like post being part of this group and where you are leading into going into this mission and it is quite funny to me how it is given to us in this movie i feel like we like as a modern audience we're so not used to like new and original characters that are not made for a franchise. like this this movie was it was not made to franchise like (laughs) (laughs) it was not made for that it is a i would watch triple frontier too though yes absolutely a hundred percent um uh you know, you could throw in like maybe an additional cast member to replace the empty space, but um, <laughs> I, I would definitely. Matt Damon. Watch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Same guy. You just Same rotate guy. through Bostonians. Just like. Yeah, it's like who else was in Goodwill Hunting? Let's just let's Rock bring him over. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I Robin Williams. <laughs> Maybe not him. Maybe, maybe. Okay, we'll go to the clerks, guys. The clerks, guys, will be in the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to clerks. Go to Dogma. Get the Dogma cast. (laughs) Kevin Smith will show up. We'll go through everyone in the tri-state area and beyond. I promise. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I, 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 I love that. Like, 
I don't know. There's something kind of charming, I guess, that we just like get this movie thrown mm-hmm. at our faces. It's like, here's some, here's five guys. Here's like two facts about each of them. And here's the adventure. And like, <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's what you get. Now, right yeah, it truly is just like, here's a little bit of information. Run with it. Yeah. And that's I why lo- I think I got so mad. <laughs> I was like, we only have these two bits of information. You have to get them right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Exactly. I mean, like, that's, that's, you know, I, I respect all headcanons and stuff. That's how fandom thrives. That's how Star Trek and Star Wars survive during their lulls. But, like, you know, if there's, like, established canon facts and you haven't marked your fic as, like, alternate universe, you, you know, just include the baby. Make him a father. I would like to see Freddy the father. Freddy, no. Frankie. Frankie the father. Fish the father. We're going with fish. it. Catfish the father. Father catfish. Not a catfish. Not an actual catfish. Because then otherwise he wouldn't have become a father. So. No. Yeah, I guess. Either way. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie. Just because I'm like, I love that little bit of information I got about catfish. Um, I just love it when the guys like yell at each other. <laughs> it's, it's always like. Random and uncalled. You mean like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shooting at here. <laughs> like, that's one like of my right after the, the organizer scene too, which is like extra funny. Well, and it's also like I love when they're in the bar and they're all just like talking. Like, there's despite the fact that Tom was like their leader, there is no level of respect outside of like whenever Tom says something, we do it, mm-hmm. but we're gonna fight him every fucking step. Of the way. To get to our end goal. And I think it's funny. Given that they're like we're army men. This is our thing. But then they're just like all screaming at each other. The entire time. See you know. Men would rather. Go into the Andes. And take a big payload. And scream at each other in the go to therapy. Speaking of the Andes. <laughs> if we f- want to get to the ocean. We gotta fly over the fucking Andes man. <laughs> A line <laughs> that is delivered in such a way that you were like, I understand the dire situation you guys find yourselves in, but that is insane. That is an insane thing to say to somebody. It's just every line you're like, why are you saying it that way? Like, why are you yelling this at him? Because th- he also does math in that scene. Because he said, because <laughs> Tom says to him, um, I thought the thing can carry 9,000 pounds. And he says 9,000 pounds at 2,000 feet. We have to get, like, if you want to get to, he says, if you want to get to the ocean, we have to fly over the fucking Andes, man. And then he does some, like, quick math. Like, it's like they're always doing math and screaming at each other as they do it. That's what the movie's about. It's just a bunch of guys who do math and scream at each other. Like, that's how I'm going to explain it from now on so that no one knows what to expect. You're like, uh, think math and men screaming. And they're be like, sorry? It's one it's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's math and men screaming. <laughs> just let just watch it. It's, it's, you it's, got it's, it. I just, you know, like, it, I don't need all that much plot or character development when, um, when they are dressing Oscar Isaac in jeans that fit that way. So, like, <laughs> just. Yeah. This movie, everyone is just hot, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, like, sorry to, like, the three women characters in this movie. Like, I don't really need development. I don't need representation in a movie like this. I just enjoy men screaming at each other while doing math. As previously stated. This movie is also, like, I wish it was easy to explain the level of just, like, why is this happening that goes on but not in a bad way like you just accept it um i'm thinking of course with the mules oh right so uh for those who are unaware of trouble frontier uh they obviously crash because as frankie catfish morales says if we want to get to the ocean we got to fly over the fucking andes man Mm -hmm. and the helicopter because tom is like we have to get all of the money on this thing doesn't make it so it crashes. They drop all the money into this small village. Um, they shoot someone in the small village. They and... shoot like, two guys in that village. 
Yeah, they, well, they shoot the guys at the thing, and then they shoot that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they are, like, they take their money on a bunch of mules, and they're like, we're, we're walking through the, the Andes now. Mm-hmm. Um, the first mule is Frankie's mule that dies, and it falls off the cliff, and mm-hmm. you all you see is the money fly up in the air because the mule is dead. Um, so an insane shot because a mule falls off a cliff. You mm-hmm. don't see the mule dead, but you just see money flying into the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time it, you see the mules is they obviously get through the like treacherous part where the mule died. Um, and they're like, okay, in order to get up over the, the Andes, uh, I don't know what you call a singular mountain in the Andes. I don't know if you call it an Andy. Um, they're I like, like what? What? just get, you gotta get over an Andy. Get over an Andy. Um, they have to like, they're like, we'll, we'll take it from here. So they put catfish. I think I talked about this last time, but I don't care. I'm talking about it again. They put catfish in charge of getting rid of the mules to which he does by just screaming and running after them. <laughs> Of the mountains. So, like, again, this movie is insane because I keep saying insane, and I'm sorry, I know I'm not supposed to. Um, this movie is wild in the sense that, like, grown men are chasing mules. Why? <laughs> like, someone sat down and was like, mm, this be a serious movie. Or, you know what? Maybe they didn't. Maybe that's why it's so good. It's because they knew we're going to make this, like, just, just like- out of the realm. Like picturing one of the writers just like throwing up a door, like holding up a paper, and it's like, I've got it. Pedro's gonna chase some mules. They're like, oh, this is getting too serious. Like, we're too in the midst of this. What do we need? Something. What do we need? And the guy goes, A mule falls off the Andes and money flies up in the air. Brilliant. (laughs) Like, I was just, I love it so much because. It's just baffling. It is a movie that you are sitting there and you're just like, what? Why? It's like, the thing is, I keep thinking like, you know, I I, I'll, I watch that movie and I'm like, why were these choices made? But then like, I talk about it with you and I'm like, oh no, this is the kind of movie that Rachel and I would make if we had, you know, Oscar Isaac and Pedro at our disposal. We, we would absolutely make this completely nonsensical movie. <laughs> We'd be like, okay, here's the simple plot. What do you guys think would be a good idea? And it'd be like Pedro Pascal being like, I'm going to smack Oscar Isaac in the face with a passport. <laughs> or like, what if we had this donkey that felt like whatever it would be like, <laughs> it would just be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's go with that. Let's do it. Um, it would be, it'd be him being like, I'm going to burn this money. It's, it's my fuck you money. We just um, need to, that's it. That's our, one of our future episodes has to be us just like, Sitting down and going scene by scene and making up a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be in. Yeah, because like <laughs> it would be something like this where it's just it's a simple plot, but then like when you break down the actual scenes and the things people say to each other, you're just like, what the hell is happening? Oh my god! Because um, yes. like there's <laughs> yeah, Triple Frontier Two. It's just more Andes. Um, well, because then there's also, so one of my, so, all right, we're fat. I'm fast forwarding. Unless are there, is there anything between yelling about the donkeys Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until they're like trying to escape that you want to talk about? No, I'm good. All right. So Ben Affleck dies. (laughs) He gets shot in the head, um, by someone from the village, which frankly, Ben Affleck deserves it because he killed people there. It was him. Yep. So he deserves to, to die. Uh, bye. Um, <laughs> and so, of course, uh, the brothers are fighting because they're like, it was your your fire God, engine. And then I think it's Pope is the one that's like, no, that, that that's the kid from the, the village. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, whatever. So then they come up with this fucking plan. Benny is going to the water to mm. get him a boat. And then they have to get the money that they have left to the boat. But that also includes them going through like a village where there are people who are very much looking for them because they stole money from this house and then burnt it down. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're like, all right, 
Benny, you go get the boat. We'll meet you there. As they're going, they're like, they find this car. And instead of, like, this kid uh, it looks at all of their faces and is talking to them. And Oscar Isaac has, like, a change of heart. And he's like, I'm not killing anybody. And he's like, here, I'm going to give you money. Go away, kid. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got Frankie, who's in the car. Who's like, that kid saw our fucking face. What are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, no one else is going to die on this mission. Um, and he says something before this, which is if Benny, if someone's on the beach or Benny's not there or something to that, um, and there's something in our way, I'm fucking killing people. <laughs> Catfish yep. Morales is fucking done with it. He's like, I'm killing him. I don't care anymore. He's got a baby to go home to. <laughs> I think I love his arc the most in this movie because he went from like, I don't really want to do this to like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And it was just like, mm-hmm. it's weirdly relatable. Yeah. That's like me at the beginning of the work day and me at the end of the work day. I don't want to do this. And then I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, it's like, he's like, all right, I did what I was, ne- I needed to. Um, and what has happened now is that I am too much into this. Mm-hmm. My friend is dead. Uh, I don't have the amount of money I thought. It's not an easy job. I would like to go home. <laughs> uh, I guess in his mind, he didn't care who he killed in the process. I don't know. I love that line so much. <laughs> Which maybe isn't a good thing to love, but I do. And then they get on a boat and drive off into the sunset. That's not the end of the movie because then there's the my favorite look, I think. I mean, look. I love this look. Hottie. Hottie dad. Love him so much. But then you got the shirt that I swear to God, listeners, listeners of this podcast, I've talked about it before. I'm begging you, someone make me this shirt. I will wear it every day of my goddamn life. Mm -hmm. I am begging you to make me this seagull shirt. Oh, it's for pelicans, whatever it is that Frankie has on in this scene. It is like a silk button up shirt. Mm hmm. That has a bird on it, and it is purple, and I love it so much. I don't know why he shaved. Um, I'm not feeling the the mustache. You know, maybe it was a morning shave, like like with a U in it, where he's like, "I've got to get all this hair off." I did read a fan fiction where that was (laughs) really. (laughs) Then he shaved because he was like, "I have to just clear myself of this." Oh, oh gosh! Oh, well, I get that. You know, sometimes you you have to get up. No, you gotta get rid of the hair that was there when the uh, when it when things happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Just gotta. Uh, but yeah, he's so shaves. He has this seagull-looking shirt on, <laughs> um, and I love it so much. Uh, that whole scene is nice. I mean, it's stupid, uh, Frankie. You have a family because the the whole scene is like them giving the money that they did manage to keep. To Tom's daughter, even though they gave Tom a portion. Like, they split it in five still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I feel like people are going to argue with me like they do when I'm like, Chewie should have eaten that porg. But, like, like it was, it's already, the in this example, that porg was already cooked. Okay? This mission is already over. The, his family has it already. And it's, I think it's like, they should have only, if they were going to give him money, they should have just given him a portion. Because he, he was not a very good leader. In no. The and it's, I mean, like, they're doing it for his daughter and like, they I were in that. debt. And so it's like, they were in debt. Sure. Yeah. But Frankie, what are you doing? You're, right. What money do you got? Pope is going to go off to his thing. You baby. Pope's going to go off and do his thing. You got, Benny can go back to boxing. Mm-hmm. Will is doing some teaching shit. What are you doing? Yeah. Frankie should have been. There's a, there's, there's, a time, <laughs> there's a time where you go from being like a good friend to being like, nah, guys, I kind of have to keep mine for myself. Because mm-hmm. those friends should have been like, you're right. Out of all of us, we're all giving our money up. Not you, Morales. You keep that for that kid. Yeah. That's how that scene should have gone. It should have been like, here, here. If I could give a note. <laughs> Frankie should have started it Mm -hmm. and been like, 
that like if that was my kid, I would expect you guys to do that for me. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. So then you got Will and Benny, and they're like, like Frankie gets up and he leaves. Like I think Will does. Like Will's the first one that does it, and then Benny, and then Frankie, and then Pope. But it should be Frankie goes first. He says, "If that was my kid, I would want you guys to do this for me." And he puts his shares in. Will and Benny and Pope are all sitting there. They're all looking at their thing. Will says, out of all of us, he's the one that needs it the most. He's the first one to give it up. Mm-hmm. I'm giving mine in. Give Frankie's back to him. And then they all go through and they're like, same thing. Frankie keeps his. All of ours goes in. And so mm-hmm. then Frankie still gets his money for his kid. Because he gave it to someone else's kid. You have a kid that needs that needs it. Exactly. We got to think about families here. And you know what? Between like, what, four of those guys? That girl's set. She's fine. That's college paid for. Yeah. She might even get a house if the housing market changes. <laughs> I don't even remember yeah. how much it was. It wasn't it like. It's like 50 some... grand from them, but all of, from each of them, right? It was a big sum of money. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, 50 grand, one person, your dad's 50 grand gets you through college. Mm-hmm. And if you go to a state school, get you through college with money so you don't have to work a job while you're there. Exactly. The exactly. other three, the other 150 that you would have gotten would have, should pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what the fuck? Frankie, you didn't need to give your 50. There's your kid's college tuition. <sighs> That's why we have to write Triple Frontier 2, where Frankie... For, uh, tuition schedule. Yeah. <laughs> it's for Frankie's kid who needs tuition because her dad. Our grizzled <laughs> army veterans get together again to pay one child's college tuition. We have America. to steal from this house where the money is hidden in, in mattresses instead of in the walls. <laughs> Triple Frontier 2 tuition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Quadruple Frontier. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it shows that these characters are all, at their hearts, like, good guys. But it is just, like, one of those things where I'm like, why did he have to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the one that I needed it. it. The rest of you have some other shit to fall back on. Exactly. It's it's entirely unfair. And, uh, and I, I'm not a fan of it. I'm going to write comment in my fanfic. Yeah, now you got to write the fanfic. And remember, he is a kid. Um... <laughs> He's a kid and he lost his pilot's license. Um, but it also does lead into this really nice moment at the end, which is like alluding to the fact that they are like not going to, well, it's alluding to the fact that they're all leaving separately. They will probably see each other again, but they're all leaving on their own separate little journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, because Frankie says, see you to Pope. So I was about to say that it alludes that they're not going to see each other again, but Frankie specifically says, see you to Pope in this scene. Um, Cause they're all saying goodbye. Uh, Pope gets slapped in the forehead with Frankie's passport. And then we have this very nice hug where Pedro Pascal is cupping the back of Oscar Isaac's head. Uh, while Garrett Hedlund just watches. In the back. Yeah. Right. Wait a third wheel. Gosh. Get out of the shop. Benny. <laughs> um, yeah, and, like, the end of the movie is, like, Pope walking away. So it's, like, this movie, on paper, is just, like, oh, it's a standard, uh, you know, heist movie. But it's not. It's <laughs> As not of the special. Uh-huh. It's the dialogue. The dialogue makes this movie so much more than it, it would have been if it was just, like, you know, a bunch of guys stealing money. Yeah. Like, you could have made this movie as basic as possible. People would have seen it. It would have been a film. This is not a film. Triple Frontier is art. It's art, yes. I, honestly, like, from, from the shot design to the costume design to the word design, it is truly a unique monster of its own. And I love monsters, so. <laughs> like, I make a lot of people watch this movie. Um, I made my dad and my brother watch it. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret it. Rest in peace to my dad. I made him watch Triple Frontier. Um, And I made him admit that he enjoyed it. 
Yeah, my brother yeah. still says no. I'm like, no. You guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed it. Um, I made all my friends watch it. Like, it's just, I keep, I'm like, I want everyone to watch it. I want everyone to enjoy it. I want everyone to just be shocked by the fact that this movie makes almost no sense. But love it anyway. There's no reason why only one of them died. I'm glad only one of them died, but there's no reason why only one of them died. They yeah. were just free falling way too many times. This movie. Yeah, there was a lot. Th- this movie, like we said it during like our last one, but like the first time this, I watched this movie, I was like on the edge of my seat, nervous. Not because it was like high stakes action, but because I was definitely expecting like both Pedro and Oscar to die. Like I was like, yep. They're going to die. Like, Ben Affleck is going to be the one to survive them all because he's a hero, blah, blah, blah. And lo and behold. The <laughs> only one who survived. I don't want to say. The only who died. I suck the most. But I will not say that. Okay? I'm just. I mean. <laughs> like, if Tom it was anybody, Yeah. At least it was. At least it was him. Like. It was. It's truly a movie that was like, hey, guys, if you're greedy. Here's what'll happen. You'll get shot in the head by the village kid mm-hmm. who was mad because you killed his friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if I don't blame that kid. Died. That kid's correct. He is right. He is correct. So, you know, don't be a Ben Affleck. Make good yes. decisions in your life. <laughs> exactly. Make good decisions and you won't get shot in the Andes. Yeah. Because, you know, if we want to get to the ocean, we got to fly over the Fucking Andes, man. <laughs> and just to be clear, look. Look at my hat, everyone. It's pretty standard. There's his hat. Yep. Just saying it's the same hat. Um, shout out to my friend Ariel uh, and Ashley. I believe our friend Ash got all, got these. Nice. It was it was a journey making it, but I got it. Um, So, it is the time... Of the episode that everyone loves. <clears throat> Hold on. Hold, please. <laughs> I have to prepare. <sighs> All right, guys. Katrina, while I'm doing this, make your choice. <clears throat> stash, 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 on everybody's lips is gonna be. Pedro's. Hey. All right, guys, it is time for Stashoic. I'm so excited. Very um, excited. Oh, wait, I never showed this. Sorry to go back real quick, guys. Um, there, Here's an image that I made. Oh. Speaking of stashes, for um, the David Harbour and Pedro Pascal news, uh, great stashes. Anyways, I just wanted Honestly, to share that since I added thing it. The a man can do is have a mustache. And wear well-fitting pants, so really, like, on-brand for this episode. Yes. Um, my stash choice, I'll go first, um, mm-hmm. is this set picture that came out from A Strange Way of Life uh, today. Because, boy, oh, boy, I don't know what's going on in this picture, but he's just chest out. Yep. Nice green top, nice hair, all around is a nice look. From Pedro, um, and I'm real into it. So if this is what that movie's gonna be, I was already in it, on board. I was already into it. Now I'm like super into it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my stash this week is a classic. I believe I brought it up like when we first did Triple Frontier, um, and it's uh, this meme. It's this meme. <laughs> I love it so much. It's Whatever. Pedro Pascal as the Teletubby sunshine. And he's just smiling. <laughs> Never Katrina that. doesn't have a choice. She's just like, <laughs> just I'm going to do this sun meme. It just makes me so happy. It's just, it's great. The stash <sighs> is on point. And really, that's just like, he's, you know, light of my life. So it like, you know, works out. It's great. Ay, ay, ay. Guys, um, well, this was... It's something I've been threatening for a while, so it'll only probably take, like, I don't know what, 
six more episodes before I start suggesting we just do Triple Frontier again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We do one every season, at least, if not more. Uh, yeah. Uh, whenever in doubt, Triple Frontier it. Um, but, guys, in honor of this, here's this picture of Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal on New Year's Eve. Incredible. Um, so we did it. Please let us know what you want us to do next. Do you want us to revisit some stuff? Do you want us to do something new? What do you want from us? Let us know so we can get it going and keep going. Because we ha- we got to get set for all this new content that he's going to be putting out. Yep. Um. And yeah. So Katrina, where can the people find you? The people can find me if they search everywhere on the internet for O Katrina. That's O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. Uh, you can find me whenever Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal airs. Um, uh, <laughs> whenever Pedro airs. Stuff, you know, I do stuff all over the place. And so you can just like look for my username and you'll find all that stuff. What about you, Rachel? You can find me at Rachel Leishman on Twitter, at Rachel underscore Leishman on Instagram. You find my work at the Mary Sue um, and you can find me here at Padro Pascal whenever the next episode airs. Yes. Yes. Um, like, episode so we can make some more. Yep. Like, rate, subscribe, review, tweet mm-hmm. it. Um, get Pedro Pascal on the podcast. All that good stuff. Um, again, just want to reiterate, if anyone wants to make me that seagull shirt from the end of this movie... I will buy it from you. Yeah. you don't have to, it's not for free. Yeah. I will also buy it. A crop top, preferably, though. Ooh. I want a crop version of that. Where is Super Yaki? Oh, <laughs> hey, Super Yaki, can you make me this specific shirt <laughs> that maybe Sorry. only I will want? <laughs> uh, this particular shirt that maybe only I want. Guys, as we sign off, just remember, um, if we want to get to the ocean, we got to fly over the fucking Andes, man. Mm -hmm. And um, until next time, bye-bye.